Welcome to Let Love, a podcast with the Sisters of Life. We invite you to join us for conversation, looking at life through the lens of love. You are loved, you are made in God's image, and your life matters. Let's talk about it. Hi. Is that you, Sister Veritas? <laughs> well, you know, I can only claim the last three notes. Let's try Morse code. Beep, beep. <laughs> kidding, I don't know it. I don't know it. I don't know it either. Oh, I'm just trying to signal you. <laughs> I'm here, alert and ready. You know, living in community, you got to find new ways to communicate with each other. It's true. I was thinking of doot doots. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a new language. Yeah. In the silence. Yeah, it helps, uh, just helps me just kind of expand. Yeah. My horizon. Yeah. Hey, amen. <laughs> and it gives me a good case of giggles, which always actually really, I don't know, just lets everything roll off like a duck. You know, it's important to laugh at life sometimes. Yeah. You want to laugh at yourself sometimes. Oh, yeah. It's important. You know what we totally forgot to say? What? Uh, hi, welcome to Let Love Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you should just cut that whole section out. No, no, I think we should keep it. Well, uh, yeah, so here we are. Yeah. It's, we're podcasting again. It is. It's true. And you're Sister Agnes Day. I'm, yes, and you are Sister Veritas. <laughs> it's good to see you again, Sister. Good to see you. Um, so what, uh, what the heck are we doing today? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what they say. Actually, nobody says this, but I'm going to say it right now. <laughs> today we're talking about let love captivate you. Okay. I love being captivated amen can we just talk about this because actually i feel like we're tapping into a phenomenon yes being captivated being captivated now i took time to look it up i really love looking at the dictionary my grandmother made me read the dictionary when i was a child so i think i'm grateful (laughs) to her now but just to give us a little definition and then can we muse a little bit yeah about the phenomenon of Letting love captivate or just captivate? What it is to be captivated to captivate. Okay. Some examples. But yeah, definition first. Okay. And yeah. then we can add the, lo- the love part. Right. Um, so to captivate means to attract and, inho- and attract and hold the interest and attention of. So synonym is enthralled or fascinated. Wow. And I know when I think about it, it's a wonderful feeling. The times I've been captivated Mm -hmm. and when I think about first of all I love being captivated secondly what captivates me things that are either Mm -hmm. true good beautiful um surprising love love. surprising Mm -hmm. uh yeah yeah well, I was thinking about just some examples of being my own experience in life of being captivated ground us a bit well, grounding. I mean, I don't know how grounding this is, but walking through New York City, I'll never forget. <laughs> it was one evening walking through. I was with another sister. Was it me? I think it was you. <laughs> <laughs> right. Was I you. think it was. Tell it was, me and I'll tell you. Yes. And we were walking. All of a sudden we heard this um, this voice, this guy. Hey, sisters, pray for me. And, oh, my goodness. Which is not an uncommon no. request. We often get that. So, of course, we turned around to to you know to say hello and to offer our prayers and there's this man standing <laughs> I and this. he has a large 
fat cat yeah. sitting on his head. Yeah. Perched. Like, he's not holding it. It's just perched on his head. A live cat. Wow. And we... <laughs> <laughs> I was slightly dumbfounded. <laughs> it was dumbfounding. Yeah. I wouldn't have believed it had I not seen it. No. But yes. you're right. It was huge. It was huge. And you just... For a moment of... <laughs> you're just completely captivated by the, the oddity of the spectacle. <laughs> <laughs> well said. <laughs> you, no. I do remember being... T- Totally captivated. Yes. And flabbergasted. Yes. That a cat would do this. Yes. And that his neck muscles would hold it. (laughs) The hours of training. Yes. Or maybe this was a natural thing that happened. Perhaps. I don't know. Wow. But that was one one example of of being captivated. I don't know if you have any examples. Oh, my gosh. Well, I love that one because it certainly did hold to the definition. It definitely held uh, our attention. Yes. Um, I remember walking by a, um, it was Fifth Avenue, and it's really cute. All the kids, when they're traveling from point A to point B, they hold each other's hands or they hold a giant string in between each other. And um, (laughs) so you see this little herd of children, um, all smiles. But I remember walking by them, and I I would have been embarrassed should have not been so delightful. They all began pointing at me with... Uh, unabashedly, just pointing and yelling, none, none, I see a none, none. Uh, and I think, I think they were captivated by by something about me. I think it probably was the habit. I um, think so. But it was something I won't ever forget. That's fabulous. They had big smiles on their faces That's and were delighted to proclaim what they had found. <laughs> so, <laughs> I love that. Yeah, there's like there's like a heap heaps of um, sister captivating other stories, like yeah. walking through oh, yeah. a park once. Remember we were it's a bunch of sisters <laughs> and this little little girl with wide eyes like grasps her mom's hand and she's like, "Look, mommy, <laughs> ghosts." <laughs> so, it is something. It's We've so been going to the cashier yeah. at Target the other day. She was like, um, um, listen, uh, are you for real? Are you for, are you for real? I'm like, yeah. She's like, but, but why? But why? What? Yeah. You're for real? I'm like, listen, there's only one. I've got a one word answer for you. She's like, tell me. And I said, love. Mm. And I was like, God bless you. Um, anyway, it was a, a, mo- a beautiful moment in, I think she was captivated by the answer mm-hmm. and it was an awesome exchange. Mm-hmm. And I think we're bringing together some themes for today. Yeah. Being captivated, love, mm-hmm. but it is a phenomenon. Like think about when you were a kid. Yeah. What captivated you? Yeah. Oh, so much. I mean, the Lord of the Rings. Hmm. Oh my gosh. I lived in that world for so long. <laughs> <laughs> it was so captivating. You know, a good story. Hmm. Um, it just held you and, and you wanted to be there and to, you kind of like lived and breathed it. It was just. Isn't it something? Yeah. Enthralling, you know. Enthralling. It's powerful. Yeah. It get, you get it. It gets a grip on you. Yeah. Or even like, I remember when I was in sixth grade, they had us do this magnum opus project. Mm-hmm. So a year long project and you got to pick your topic. Mm-hmm. I had just come from the zoo, you know, the week earlier. So I saw these panda bears and I was totally captivated by them. And listen, that whole year, black and white. <laughs> it was everything panda bears. You saw everything really clearly. <laughs> <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> yes, I saw everything extraordinarily clearly. But it was amazing, right? Right. 
I was ready to lay my life down for these panda bears. I charted their population, everything, A to Z, mm-hmm. um, because something about them captivated me. Mm. Isn't that interesting? It's it's fascinating. Amen. It's well, and if you look at it, what about vocation? Yeah. Or any love story. Yeah. Begins with this phenomenon: being captivated. Right. Yeah. My parents met and married seven months. That's amazing. Something happened there. <laughs> they were captivated. It's a precursor. It's I mean the power of this. It's, it's it led them to a lifelong commitment. Yeah. Um, to throw their their whole life away for this one love they had found. Yeah. It's transforming. It's amazing. Transforming. I mean, you, you think of the people you meet. I'm sure you've maybe met them in your life, but like, you know, this <clears> young <throat> man, kind of a little bit disheveled, <laughs> you know, doesn't have all together, hair not cut, not combed. And then all of a sudden you see him. He's all clean cut, you know, collar, shirt, trim as anything. And you're like, what happened? What happened? Oh, you know what happened. <laughs> he fell in love. <laughs> he was captivated by a young lady. And, but it's, it's true. Like you see it. It's, and it's powerful it transforms people's lives to be captivated i can't wait to put the two together yeah um to let love captivate you because mm-hmm. i have a i have a sense it's powerful it is and amen. can't wait to flesh it out amen especially because god is love god is love <laughs> and yeah. he's what we like to talk about around it's here true. it's true speaking of him hmm. should we start with a prayer let's pray sister that's should I, should, you want me to pray? I'd love okay. that. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Come, Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. The bold, wonderful. Listen, that prayer, I remember sitting, um, we had an awesome chaplain. He came in, got up for his homily during Mass, and he got up, and this is what he said. Sisters, when he asked the Holy Spirit to come, he comes. And then he sat back down. Boom. Most powerful homily I've ever heard, and it's graced my life more than anything. Wow. So grateful. So we've asked the Holy Spirit to come. He's here. He's here. All right. How do we let love captivate us? And why would we even want that to be the case? Mm. What a great question. You know, and it, like going back, God is love, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and so to be captivated by God, hmm. to be captivated by love, hmm. it's, it's a profound thing, you know. It sounds like we have to dispose ourselves in a particular way. Yes. Even to be, yeah, to be able to receive the gift of being captivated. But yeah, how do we like posture our hearts hmm. to that? Hmm. I don't know if you have thoughts on that. Well, before we sat down here, I was walking. I went for a walk, and we live uh, near New York City, not in New York City. It's called Throg's Neck, so you can see the whole of the city. And I went around sunset. So I was pondering this question. It's like, gosh, how do I dispose myself to being captivated? And four things kind of bubbled up. The first is humility. Mm-hmm. So in a sense, humility is truth, and, in, and getting small and getting real with life. I love this quote from uh, Father Dubay. He said, wonder at reality demands the humility to sit at the foot of a dandelion. He said the proud are so full of themselves that there is little room to marvel at anything else. Mm. And that quote just popped into my head in the sense of the humility to sit at the foot of a dandelion. 
the humility to uh, receive mm. the beauty of a sunset. Mm. And in this case, this all these colors uh, piercing through the clouds over this beautiful skyline of New York City. So humility. Mm. The second was reverence. So in a sense, this is the mother of all virtues backing up before a thing, whether that be love or truth or goodness, whatever it is that I'm looking at, a person. Mm. Um, if I want to be captivated, I have to give the thing some space. I've mm -hmm. got to back up. Mm -hmm. um, in a sense, my intention needs to be um, one of uh, patient receptivity. Um, you know, a gaze that is willing to take in the whole mm. uh, rather than uh, dominate or take mm. or possess. So reverence, again, we can, we can step more into that, which actually in backing up helps me to, to come to know a thing even more deeply. Mm -hmm. And then thirdly, um, and maybe they go hand in hand, is um, wonder, mm. which kind of holds hand holds the hand of slowing down mm -hmm. slowing down this pace interiorly setting myself at a pace of leisure mm. so that I can wonder I can drink a thing in yeah. um, and so those were those were kind of things that bubbled up mm -hmm. as I was walking seeking to be captivated mm -hmm. by what was around me mm. um, and there was a, I noticed that was the other thing I was like darn if there isn't so much beauty around me yeah I my whole world expanded I think I was my walk started with my problems mm -hmm. and ended with wonder mm. at God's gifts around me mm -hmm. and uh and that was that was uh yeah it was powerful mm. actually I love that sister it's just such a great image mm. of like a real life image that we can all experience because we you know we can all go on walks but the question you're you're putting forward is like, do I have the space to be captivated? Do I, mm. do I have the room in my heart, my mind, my soul to allow myself to be moved, mm. you know, by beauty, by goodness, by truth, by another person, mm. you know, or am I so busy with myself, with my worries, my problems, my thoughts that I actually am blind mm. or Im impermeable mm. to something outside of me, mm. something greater than me? Mm. Um, I just I just love that that kind of <clears throat> posture of heart that <clears throat> receives hmm. and allows oneself to be surprised and thus and captivated by something other than me. Mm. I, I just I love how you how you painted that. That's <clears throat> beautiful, sister. You know, talk, like kind of you're talking about that lack of pride, but not having the presumption yes. to to un to dominate, like you said, or to yeah. to you know try to take apart, but. Yeah, that's just really powerful. And I don't, I don't think that's how a lot of the world looks at life, actually. Mm -hmm. Well, it's it's easy, <clears throat> right? It's like, and I, what I'm feeling, even as you're talking, <clears throat> it's kind of the, I can captain my own ship. So there's beauty to to receive around me, but it's about disposing myself. So it's like, okay, um, what comes to my mind? A little random. Have you ever heard of a doldrum? <laughs> <laughs> You know I have, but tell me more. <laughs> okay, it's another word that I I love. But, okay, I remember in school listening and learning about these ships that would take off. This is back when they just had sailing ships. Mm -hmm. 
And they would get caught sometimes in these doldrums. And I think a lot of these doldrums are around the equator somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are places where there's no wind, there's no current. And what would happen is these ships would get caught in these doldrums and they would perish. They mm-hmm. would, they, in a sense, um, yeah, they would perish. Maybe that's the, <laughs> that's the most... It's kind of the end, this, end. The end game there. Yeah. Um, and... I, I guess that's what I feel in as we're in this reality um, of allowing, giving permission to let myself fall in love, mm-hmm. to let myself live in this current of love. Mm-hmm. God is love. Mm-hmm. And in a sense, I just have to step in what is already a moving stream mm-hmm. um, in the little and big things around me um, to let myself, yes, be captivated mm-hmm. by the truth, beauty, and goodness, even in the toughest of places. It's mm-hmm. there to be seen mm-hmm. uh, and there to receive. Um, so, and we can. I hit doldrums, you were saying. It's like, it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard. And in a sense, we're, we're living in a kind of pace of the instant type culture. Mm-hmm. And it can be really hard to to slow down, and in a sense, in slowing down, it seems paradoxical, but hop into this great current and dynamism mm-hmm. of love. Mm-hmm. Um, and we avoid the doldrums, uh, in a sense, these places where we feel lifeless and listless and without hope, um, which we, we can all easily find ourselves in, even mm-hmm. on our best days, mm-hmm. um, when, when we're moving too fast mm-hmm. uh, or kind of not creating and allowing this space Mm -hmm. um yeah it's true it's like letting god fill our sails with Mm -hmm. his love to pull us out you know love it and 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 even and even sometimes do we even have our sails up it's kind of like the posture part like do we even have our sails up to receive the love god wants to send you know like kind of you know and it's um or do we try to like you know turn on the motor on our boat you know Hmm. and try to manipulate manipulate our own yeah you know or is it yeah. like have i have i even can i raise the sails mm. and let him do it it's a courageous thing you know yeah oh man yeah but kind of raising the sails in the sense of of that posture of heart like you talked about humility yeah reverence wonder yeah i love that though. raising the sails it's an act of faith it's an act of faith letting letting god mm-hmm. be the life that moves us mm-hmm it's what a dare. I know. It's powerful. So that's kind of, well, kind of a how-to. Yeah. Um, posturing our heart, mm-hmm. slowing down our steps a bit interiorly, mm-hmm. allowing us to be in a more of an interior state of leisure, mm-hmm. um, which doesn't lead to, leads to good stuff, good, good living here. Yeah. To falling in love, being yeah. captivated. Yeah. By love. Exactly. And in that, we actually become who we're meant to be. Hmm. Because the sailboat that doesn't have a sails raised is not a sailboat. I mean, it's not working. <laughs> it's not being what it's supposed to it's be. a little bit not good. It's a little bit not good. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Um, but yeah, and then once that happens, it's like the freedom that comes from that. It's kind of like this, hmm. I, this paradox of, hmm. you know, we think of captivated. There's the word captive in that word. Right. Mm-hmm. And to be held captive by something. Um, but it's it's opposite of what the world says, you know, because yes. the world's concept of, of freedom and captivity, you know, is if I'm bound to something, then I am not free. Right. Or I'm, I'm hindered or shackled in mm-hmm. some way. And so the world says freedom is having no no bond, you know, no 
binds mm-hmm. to anything, mm-hmm. doing whatever I want when I want. Mm-hmm. That's freedom. Mm-hmm. But the Lord actually holds out to us this this idea of freedom as, in a sense, being captivated by uh, love. Wow. By love. Being held and being held captive by that love mm-hmm. is actually the most freeing thing. It is. And leads to as you were saying, the fullness of who I was made to be. Exactly. And giving myself away mm-hmm. to, to a great love, mm-hmm. I find myself. Mm-hmm. I find fulfillment. Amen. I mean, it's paradoxical. Mm-hmm. Although I would say, too, Disney, Disney paints this reality. I think Disney gets this right in that, I mean, Princess, she doesn't want eight Prince Charmings. She wants one. Right. She wants that one true love. Right. If I consult my own heart, I want that one great love. Mm-hmm. I want to live for that. I want to die for that. Mm-hmm. I want to be captivated, seized by love, and throw my whole life away for it. Mm-hmm. Which I think I'm in the process of doing. <laughs> yes, yes, you are, sister. <laughs> which and is, uh, it's and it's awesome. Yeah. Um, I mean, it really, truly is. Is it hard? Yes. Mm-hmm. Am I emptied of myself every day? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, does it cost me everything? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And yet, I, I mean, yeah. I just got to say it. It truly. It truly is awesome. I wouldn't trade it for anything. Amen. And I it's don't like know. when when you know, like for us sisters, but I'm sure you could apply it to wedding vows, but like when the bishop puts that ring on our finger mm. to symbolize, you know, we are betrothed to Christ. We're we're wedded to Jesus. It's like, you know, that's a symbol I belong to someone. How beautiful. You know, I am bound to someone. Mm-hmm. I've been because I've been captivated by someone. Uh. and it's like, like you're saying, but it's like, I feel like I'm becoming more and more myself every day, actually. Mm. It's like, yeah, the great paradox of freedom. Well, and it's true, sister. You live it beautifully. Thanks. You yes. too. <laughs> <laughs> you do. You know? It's, you, well, and, and let's flesh this out. Yeah. What does it look like from the grassroots up? Yeah. From the sinners to the saints when someone is captivated by love? Because it, it's compelling. Mm-hmm. And you know it when you see it. Mm-hmm. Well, one great example I just thought of, Ebenezer <laughs> Scrooge. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about the sinners and the saints. <laughs> the sinners. But the liter- literature, he didn't have any space to be captivated by anything. It's an right? awesome example, sister. Right? He mm-hmm. was uh, a miser. He wouldn't, you know, just hoarding money. He's into his coins. Into his coins. Didn't have space for anybody. <laughs> but then, <laughs> you know, through the, the three ghosts... But seeing actually reality, mm-hmm. you know, past, present, and future, it opened his heart to be captivated by Jesus, really, by the beauty of Christmas. And it changed everything. Wow. It, and then he gave that love primacy. He became the most generous man in all of London or whatever it was. But that's, I mean, that's a literary example of what happens when someone is captivated by love. <laughs> well, and all I have in my head is the Muppets Christmas Carol. <laughs> and that last scene, it's so true. It's one of the most beautiful, joyous yeah. scenes. And he's so free. He's so alive. Yeah. You see him. You see him. Yeah. You see him. He's dancing in his pajamas. and <laughs> you know? There's some little Muppets singing songs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is. It's a wonderful, glorious scene. So Ebenezer Scrooge. Right, right. Um, you know what else I've seen it? Where? Well, and uh, on a personal note, you know, I grew up in a, a very rural area in Maine and in one of the poorest counties in the state. Um, and... It was funny, but the high school, I went to a public high school, kind of attracted all these um, renegade geniuses who <laughs> just wanted to live 
mm-hmm. in love with life and mm-hmm. doing what they loved. Mm-hmm. So I had all of these teachers who were way overqualified uh, to be there, but they wanted to come and live kind of the, the mm-hmm. simple life um, and just doing teaching for the sake of teaching mm-hmm. what they loved to teach, whether it was physics or biology mm-hmm. or um, my English teacher. She was so in love with English and she was she was a genius our our art teacher you know he was in Boston every week doing shows but hanging out with us you know freshmen and and bringing soul and heart into Mm. the artistic process and uh, blowing our minds that he wasn't going to give us an A um, for anything he wanted to (laughs) he wanted to see us Mm. um, grow in this process Mm. of learning how to create beauty and art and, and this was in a, you know, a secular public high school, but I loved my teachers because they loved what they were doing. Mm. And they were drawn by that love. Mm. They weren't driven um, by, a, by a paycheck. And it made a huge difference. I love that. Situation. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was a gift. It was a real gift. Drawn, not driven. And how it literally overspilled from them. Like that it cap- did. captivating literally overspilled and splashed onto everyone else and blessed everyone else. It really did. That's amazing. It was, it was, it really was. It taught me there was a, there's many ways to live. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to live that way. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. What about you? Well, that reminds me, actually, that a very similar concept, but. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> when I was in, I studied, uh, majored in biology, but I took some entomology classes, the study of insects. Entomology. Entomology, yes. Is that, um, those six-legged creatures. Yes. <laughs> or eight. Insect. No, no, those, that's arachnids. Oh, eight. sorry. Yes. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but I just love my entomology classes because I really actually love, love them. But also the professor, similar. Like, no one goes into the study of insects <laughs> for, like, to make money mm-hmm. or to become famous. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, like, not a lucrative business. It's not, you're not going to get anywhere by studying bugs like <laughs> generally speaking hmm. with all reverence but these similar these professors loved it so much they're like quirky and wonderful and just loved what they did Isn't that awesome? and it made a difference it was like made you excited about insects mm. now my life has been changed i thank god for them <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't be here without them isn't that something though it's but it's it it's makes true. a difference it makes a difference it really makes a difference you know and well Hmm. No, sorry, after you, sister. No, I was just thinking about, like, the Gospels, even. Well, there it is. Let's you know? shift gears. Yeah. What about in the lives of the saints, in the Gospels? Yeah. What does this look like? Yeah. To be captivated by God, by yeah. by love. Yeah. And to be living in in that current of love. Yeah. Enthralled with it. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, even just thinking, I was just, some thoughts here from, from the Gospels, but thinking, like, what Jesus' gaze is. What his words are that literally capture the hearts of people. Wow. I mean, there's one example in John 7, uh, 45 to 47, but it's, you know, the, the temple guards are sent to go, like, arrest Jesus. And then it says, the temple guards then went back to the chief priests and Pharisees who said to them, why did you not bring him? You know, wow. and the, the temple guards answered, no man ever spoke like this man. Hmm. It's like they were just so captivated by him, by his words, they couldn't even do what they were sent to do. Because it was like, this guy's different. This wow. guy's just different. Wow. We're not going to arrest him. Like, you're nuts to even think of this, wow. you know? Just by the way he spoke. Yeah. Wow. Or even in the same vein, thinking about 
um, those who stood at the foot of the cross. Mm -hmm. So Mary, the mother of Jesus, Mary Magdalene, John the Beloved. They, I just, to bear witness to such agony and tragedy. And, I mean, I can't even imagine. Mm -hmm. And yet John rested on the heart of Jesus. He allowed himself to be captivated by love. Mary Magdalene experienced the love of his merciful love so personally and deeply. She was able to stand strong. Mm -hmm. Mary, uh, the mother of God, here she was um, trying to absorb God's strange ways of saving the world, but able to stand, and she stood, it says. She kept vigil um, of hope. Um, these were people who were captivated mm -hmm. by love. Look at the strength mm -hmm. This to, in a sense, stand in the valley of life, the sorrows of life, the, the, the torture that life can bring, and yet stand with hope, mm -hmm. with devotion, with mm -hmm. love, um, because so deeply they allowed themselves so deeply to be captivated. And even in the midst of this, mm -hmm. to somehow perceive love this was not the end of love. This was the triumph. Mm -hmm. This was not the failure that it looked like. Mm -hmm. It was it was the moment of victory mm -hmm. in which God, yeah, love conquered all. Mm -hmm. Love came into mm -hmm. every darkness um, and, mm -hmm. and sin. Mm -hmm. um, it's kind of outrageous, the it power uh, that we're tapping into. It's amazing. To be captivated by love. It's amazing. It it allows you to live. It does. In the in the in the soaring fullness of what life is mm -hmm. can offer. To the valleys, to the peaks, or the cross, to the resurrection. You know, like Mary Magdalene was there at the tomb. She was so captivated she wouldn't let his body. Like she's like, wow. I'll take the body. You know. Wow. You know, and and even the saints. You think about that, like. Or, I mean, there's other gospel characters, Samaritan woman, mm -hmm. Levi, the tax booth, the disciples who left everything in a moment, at a moment's glance, a moment's word, hmm. because they were captivated, you know? Right. But then, and then the saints, you know, through the, at the cross, their own crosses, to the resurrection, like I'm thinking hmm. of uh, St. John de Brebeuf, you know, one of the great North American martyrs, who was martyred with St. Gabriel Lallemand, and they were, <clears throat> you know, tied to poles and basically... It's terrible. I mean, I don't want to describe everything, but it's it's like their martyrdom takes the cake, you know, like yeah. skinned, roasted alive, ooh, ooh. Yeah. blind. You know, I won't go into all the gory details. Yeah. You should read it. It was serious. But it was it was really the worst I've ever heard. Mm -hmm. And they were so captivated by this love that what did John de Brebeuf do as all this was happening to him? He encouraged his fellow Christians. He was they was they said he was like a lamb. What? He was like a lamb silent before his shearers you know only words of encouragement and forgiveness what only someone who's been captivated by love can do that wow that's that's like soup i mean that's supernatural you know like wow it's amazing wow but i mean I, I, you think of any saint any saint okay know? mother Teresa. yeah what what enabled her yeah to cut through the distressing disguise of the mm -hmm. poor mm -hmm. and love the poorest mm -hmm. of the poor and inspire thousands mm -hmm. um i mean after Christ's own example, or St. Agnes. Mm -hmm. I love her, 12 years old. And here she is standing up to the Roman Empire and saying, no, um, there's a love that my heart's been captivated by mm -hmm. and a dignity that it um, has spoken to my heart, and I will live for that love. Mm -hmm. 
outrageous, 12 years old, mm-hmm. martyred, mm-hmm. Um, bringing, uh, I mean, it's stunning. She's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, St. Agnes, oh, St. John Paul II. Oh. I mean, what he suffered, the sorrows that he suffered, mm-hmm. and yet finding at the broken bottom of his own heart presence, mm-hmm. love, someone mm-hmm. uh, to to turn to, mm-hmm. and allowing that love to be the definition um, and the lead of his whole life, mm-hmm. stealing the world stage and inspiring millions and millions. Mm-hmm. I know he changed my life. Me too. Um, and how many people were captivated by him because he had let himself be captivated by Christ? Wow. Right? That's really what we're called to, wow. you know, to be captivated by love. And we, in turn, um, will be that love. Mm you know, that captivates others. You know, it's all this stunning waterfall of grace, like cascades, cascades and reservoirs. <laughs> and it's amazing. It you is. It, what do you got, sister? Well, I was just thinking too about this love. <laughs> <laughs> you look captivated. <laughs> so, I'm just <laughs> captivated by this idea. <laughs> but like, it's this love, but it's also this, like it's a non-possessive love. Mm. Um, because because I can I can love others in a non-possessive way mm. because I have been captivated by a great love, capital L, who so has good? a name, Jesus, you know. And it this frees me, this kind of being captivated by this love, which I can rest in, mm. that I belong to, wow. that tells me who I am, that defines me, all these things we talked about before. This actually frees me mm. from needing to manipulate or orchestrate my own happiness, right? Mm. It's, it's, we talked about this a little bit, but it's so freeing. It's so freeing. It's, it's sailing. It is. You are sailing. Yeah. Your life is just caught. Right. By this breath of love. Right. It's stunning. Right. It's like I can, I can either let up my sails, raise them and let them be filled, or I can try to row Man. on my own or try to you know start a motor which is totally defeating the point of being a sailboat gosh you know? well and it sounds like well it actually sounds it's a lot harder to live on my own strength yeah it's a lot harder to live depending on myself and to be captivated by love is simply to be living trusting remembering i have someone i can depend on mm-hmm. i have love that when my love fails which I don't know, it takes me about five minutes after I wake up. <laughs> I have someone to turn to. Mm-hmm. I have a strength to lean on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not only that, but this love is waiting, mm-hmm. eager, seeking. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a sense, even this love, God, is captivated by me. Mm-hmm. He's, he's looking at me with joyous delight. Mm-hmm. And he can't wait. To live, he wants to share all of life, mm-hmm. all of my life, and um, help me to hashtag crush it, <laughs> as I hear, I don't know where I heard that recently. Yeah. Um, but it's true. It's true. He, he actually is captivated by us. Yeah. Like, there's that quote, I think, St. John of the Cross, he mm. says something to the effect of, of, God is captivated by even the least little curl of hair on the back of our neck. What? Wow. But this is the God who loves us, you wow. know? And so it's it's this, to live out of that, if we can live out of that, that God himself is captivated by us, that is captivating in itself, wow. you know? And I think it leads us 
to kind of exclaim with Mary Magdalene at the resurrection, hmm. I have seen the Lord. I have seen the Lord. Wow. You know, and I am captivated by him, and I have seen his gaze of love captivated by me. Wow. Yeah. Well, and I, my sense is, wow, what if I lived that way? Mm-hmm. Trusting and believing that, mm-hmm. that that's the kind of God I have mm-hmm. swinging for me. Yeah. Living with me. Yeah. Uh, pretty much changes everything. It does. Transforms everything. Like, I just can't wait to, I just want to go live. I want to go try this out. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I wonder before we go. Before we go. Any thoughts? Yeah. I do have a thought. How do we lift our sails? How do we lift our sails? Good question. I think uh, just to take, I would say, encourage you to take time this week. Um, to, to expose yourself to something that is beautiful, whether that be music mm. or art mm. or nature. And, but to, in a way that you're sitting before it kind of with open palms. You're not trying to white knuckle anything. Receiving it and letting your heart be moved by it. Mm. Uh, I, w- I would say that just to take that time of whatever leisure but to, to receive something of beauty um, and to let your heart be moved. Yeah. Let your heart be captivated by that beauty. How beautiful. Yeah. Hmm. What, what about you, sister? Well, will you indulge a story? Yes. Okay. <laughs> and, then, and then I'll get to my point. Sure. So um, uh, a little while ago, I was carrying a giant marble table. <laughs> <laughs> And the, the sister I was carrying it with, anyway, things... You're very strong. Well, no, no, I'm definitely not. And that's why what happened was, is we, um, the table, like, we lost control, and this marble... I'm sorry. This table smashed my hand against the wall, oh. which actually, I was fine, because it smashed my ring. Um, oh, so no. the ring that I wear as a sign of final profession. And so what happened is, is it totally bent it out of shape. Oh gosh, so, I'm so sorry. So I went to uh, the, I don't know, the shop the other day and I asked him, I'm like, listen, can you get this thing um, back in a circular? <laughs> <laughs> can we get this thing to be round again? He's like, sister, no problem. And uh, he shined it up and I just, I, so here's the challenge because after wearing this ring for, um, I think, five years was my final profession around that, four or five years, um, having it be re-shined and just the sparkle, mm. it has drawn me into a beautiful place of remembering that first spark mm. of my own vocational journey, of that moment, um, and then every subsequent moment of love, that first spark of f- kind of falling in love with God and knowing that he was calling me uh, to be set aside and mm-hmm. consecrated. Mm-hmm. And then his fidelity since that point. Uh, what I would encourage is for those of you living in vows or a committed love, to go and get your ring shined up. Um, either that or to take a moment to remember that first spark, uh, that beautiful love that drew you to dedicate your life to that great love that you felt called to live. And well, I guess regardless of your state in life, whether you're single or you're married, um, wherever you may be, that when we wake up in the morning, each of us has the call 
to love wherever we are. And so to recommit yourself to that, to ask the Lord for the grace uh, to be strengthened in your choosing for and living of love. Wow, Sister, I love that. That is so beautiful. I am going to shine my ring. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's Yours wonderful. is definitely shinier than mine. I know. It's, it's, I mean, it's sparkling. It's sparkles. Yeah, I'm going to shine mine. And I, maybe it's just a, a feminine thing, but I, I just have really, it's really actually lifted my heart in a special way this since I got it sparkled up <laughs> I love it yeah and now it, it's beautiful. it fits on my finger which is <laughs> it's, <laughs> a huge, it's a huge bonus um wow wow I love that okay that's great well yeah. those are some fun challenges they are they are hmm maybe we could close with a prayer and close with a prayer look forward to next time it's yeah. I, I can't wait yeah. and it's been a gift to be with it's you it's been sister. a gift sister real joy amen the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Lord, thank you so much for being with us, for creating us in your image and likeness, for making us uh, your beloved children. Lord, we pray right now, Lord, that you, um, you help us to be captivated by your love. Lord, fill our sails with your love, with your breath, with your Holy Spirit. We ask for the grace to allow our hearts to be moved by you this week. We entrust to you all of our tensions, all of our family and friends, especially those who perhaps have not yet been captivated by your love, that they experience that, Jesus. We give ourselves to you, Lord, and we give you glory as we pray. Glory be to the Father, Father and, and to the Son, to the Holy Spirit, Spirit as, as it was in the beginning, beginning is now, now, and will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Our Lady of Guadalupe, pray for, for us. us. The Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. God bless Amen. you, sister. God bless you, sister. And God bless everyone with us. See you next time. Bye-bye. This was Let Love Podcast with the Sisters of Life, a religious community of women consecrated for the protection of the sacredness of human life. Be assured of our prayers and learn more at sistersoflife.org.